Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. All right, it's time for another Lake Show. News Talk 830-WCCO. Thanks for listening. Thanks for joining us here on this, uh, this Monday night. Another week where the Minnesota Vikings have us all in a good mood. And that's how I like to start my weeks. Um, Timberwolves have tonight and tomorrow off. They're getting plenty of rest back in action on Wednesday. So we don't have anything specifically right now to be depressed about, like the Wild with the shootout wins, the Vikings with wins. I know the Wolves lost on Saturday, but uh, we'll get back to them on Wednesday, and we'll talk about them um, before we get to Wednesday. But it's always good to start the week off with a victory from your National Football League team, right? And so that's where we start tonight. After the Vikings defeated the New York Jets 27 to 22. And yesterday was my, my first opportunity to go to U.S. Bank Stadium and watch the game live. And as you guys know, look, I, I love, I love sports. I'm a geek that way. And I love to just go to sporting events. But when you go to as many basketball games as I go to or baseball games or just sporting events in general, typically on the weekends you want a little bit, at least for me, I'll speak for myself, I like a little bit of downtime. But I always try to get to a couple of Vikings games a year, and yesterday was my And it was a fun game to be at. And so it's always more fun when your team wins. But I think that the way that things shook out yesterday That was a typical Minnesota Vikings victory. And the reason why I say typical is because I think that if you're a Vikings fan out there, you have to anticipate that every single game is going to be a close one. And I don't care who the opponent is. I know that we'll be facing Detroit coming up. Expect that that's going to be a close game. Expect that it could possibly be a shootout. Right? That's just how it goes. The Minnesota Vikings are going to play tough every time, but they're not going to blow out teams. And so when you look across the National Football League, I think that that is pretty much the recipe for wins and losses, are close games. You're not seeing a ton of blowouts. And I know some of you will say, well, hold on, we got blown out by Dallas. Dallas blew out Indianapolis last night. Yes, there are a few teams out there that are blowing teams out. Okay, Philadelphia's won. Dallas has been blowing out some teams lately. Uh, the Chiefs, um, they've, they've, they can blow you out. I know that they lost yesterday, but outside of that, a lot of the games have been pretty, pretty close games and the Vikings fit right in there. So when I look at this team, I think that the team, there's a lot of fans that are cautious about the defense because the defense, 
doesn't look great, doesn't look bad, it looks average. And yesterday it was one of those bend but don't break, right? Bend but don't break. But I think that the 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 thing that won the game yesterday for the Vikings was the defense. Offensively, they scored enough, but I just thought that our quarterback, Kirk Cousins, that was arguably his worst performance of the year. Forget about the stats. I'm, I'm talking about just being in the stadium, watching the throws, and how off he was, but still getting it done. And this is not taking shots at Kirk, because I thought that offensively there were there were just a lot of issues. And Kirk stood in there, and he took some shots. And I said this on Twitter, and I know a lot of you guys saw my tweet. There's there's a lot of criticism that goes the way of the quarterback. I don't care what city the quarterback plays in. When they have great games, we praise them. When they have bad games, we you know criticize them. One thing I will never say about Kirk Cousins is that he's soft. I will never say that that guy is not tough. He is tough. Kirk Cousins sits in there, he takes shots, he takes hits, and he he plays he plays he 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 plays more so than not pretty well. Okay, he's not an elite quarterback. He's not an average quarterback. He's not a bad quarterback. He's a good quarterback. Yesterday, off day at the office. But when he needed to make a play, what did he do? He hit Justin Jefferson, corner of the end zone. Justin Jefferson, man, the route two that he ran. He gave the little hesitation, like the basketball hesitation, and glides towards the sidelines and Catches it right there in the end zone touchdown. That was the game-winning catch. And that's how it played out. I thought that Dalvin Cook... I know that there's still a lot of concerns just about the offensive line. But the Minnesota Vikings, which you have to understand and realize, is that the Vikings are a team probably more times than not be on the verge of having a heart attack. Because I'll tell you, Chris, you got season tickets. Were you at the game yesterday? I uh, I was not. Uh, we've had kind of a, a household that's been a little under the Yeah, I, I watched from home. I was You've not- been under the weather. Okay, all right. Yep. So, so so you watch from home, which which I typically I watch from home too, right? I, I only go to a couple games a year. But this is the deal. Mm-hmm. I was sitting there in the press box. I was on pins and needles, I got to admit I'm sitting there, and I'm like, oh, gosh. Especially when, you know how they had the, the goal line stand? Yes. And oh, yes. You're like, oh, gosh. How is this going to play out? Can we get a first down or two to kind of run out the clock and all of that? Well, you had to punt, and I kept saying to myself, I don't know for if this if this defense has been bending but not breaking mm-hmm. is going to be able to hold up for the last. Well, I think they got it back with like a minute fifteen or something. Yeah, it, it was just a, I but felt sure yeah, enough, just a matter of time. Yeah, I felt like they were going to break our hearts, but that's the theme of this season. When you think that the Vikings just might break your heart, they find a way. So to me, that is the script. That is the way it is laid out for Vikings football this year. There should be no complaining because they're ten and two, and you're gonna you're gonna celebrate ten and two, and you should celebrate ten and two. I don't care how you got to ten and two, 
People are talking about point differential and all that stuff. I don't care. They're 10 and 2. They're marching towards the postseason and things are looking good. Are they a flawless team? No. Are they a perfect team? No. They've got issues that need to be addressed, but this is a great position to be in. The only thing that would have made yesterday better would have been if Detroit lost and the Packers lost. Packers coming back on the Chicago Bears, that kind of stuff. Like it was funny because throughout the course of the first half, when the Bears were 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 leading the Packers, they kept showing the score and everybody, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But then later in the game, of course, they're not showing the score, right? Because the Packers came back and ended up winning that game. Yeah, I, I mean, that's how good. I mean, think about that, though. Like, the Packers at this point have just become irrelevant in the race for the NFC North. I mean, how much fun is that to say, though? How much fun is that to say? It's, it is fun. It is fun. You know, like you're not worried about it. all feel yeah. great. Yeah, you're not worried about the Packers losing. You're worried about the Lions losing. Well, I'm not worried about either one of them losing because I really, to be honest with you, I didn't think that the Lions were going to lose yesterday. So I felt like you, and you're at the point right now where it's like, you know, if you're a Viking fan, just go out there and handle your own business. You're not worried about any other team in the division. You go out there, like, for instance, you win this coming Sunday, all is right in the world for Vikings fans. No question about it. All right, 651-461-9226. We're talking Vikings football early. But coming up next, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Vikings versus the Jets. We get to that next here on the Lake Show. All right, welcome back to the Lake Show News Talk eight three zero WCCO. Vikings football making us all feel good, as it should. Ten and two, man. I never, I never would have anticipated this type of start for the Minnesota Vikings this year. I just didn't see it. Just based off of the way that the offensive line has played the last couple of years, the way the defense was not good last year. And we always look at the schedule and we're like, hmm, not sure this is going to work out. But you know what? Nonetheless, it doesn't matter. We're 10 and 2, headed to, to the postseason, headed to winning this division, and that makes us feel good. What do we think of yesterday? Let's get to the good, the bad, and the ugly. Sorry. Got to get that up there. Hold on. <laughs> I know. It's just ridiculous here. <sighs> Hold on. Man, what, what are you doing back there? I'm trying to fire this. There we go. Okay. Oof. Oh, man. Woof. It's not me, Brad. It's <laughs> it's, it's Chris tonight. Yeah, it's, it's me. All right. We'll start with the good. And the good I would have to start with is just how good Justin Jefferson is. He continues to make, whenever he has an opportunity to make a play, a big-time play. He is the lifesaver because he's such a game changer. Justin Jefferson, say it for the, I don't know how many times I've said this, dozens, if not more. He's going to break the bank this coming off season and will be given the biggest contract ever to a wide receiver in the National Football League. He's going to break the bank. So whatever Devontae Adams got, <laughs> whatever. Whatever Tyreek Hill got, <laughs> whatever. Like, J.J. is the best receiver in the league, and he's been one of the best since day one. So Justin Jefferson, you knew that when he ran that route in the end zone yesterday and the ball was thrown his way, you knew either one of two things was going to happen. Either the 
the defensive player was going to make a, a great play on the ball and knock it down, or Justin Jefferson was going to come up with a spectacular catch. You know he's not going to drop it. And he did have a drop yesterday, right? There was one, I even I said a rare drop for Justin Jefferson. He didn't drop those, though. Like, to cement a game, to get the W, to eat the W like Jameis, JJ, he comes through in the clutch, man. Are you? A, I, I know that you're a JJ fan. I'm, I'm surprised I haven't yeah. seen you with a JJ jersey yet at work. Oh, I, I mean, how do you know I don't have one? No, I, I don't have one. The uh, next one, I believe, is going to be a TJ Hawkinson jersey. Uh, but it, here, here's the thing about Justin Jefferson. I'm fully convinced, H, that he is not coverable. I don't think there's anybody out there that can lock him down. I mean, the numbers yesterday were not great. I mean, seven catches, 45 yards, and a score. But you just saw that they didn't have a problem getting him the ball. And you can try and take him away, but he's going to figure out a way to get himself in a position to make a play. And you're like, how did he do that? I mean, he is absolutely going to, like you said, break the bank. And, I mean, I don't even know what the... this. The sky is not even high enough for if he stays healthy. I mean, I have no idea how good he can be. It is it is freakishly good how easy he makes it look. Yeah, he's, he's, so, he's so good, man. And the, the kid is just... I, I love his demeanor, man. I, I really do. He's very he likable. Doesn't, um, he's got a lot of swag. Yep. He's very likable. I mean, he's got a lot of confidence, but it's not arrogance. Like, no. they, we've seen wideouts who just, they're doing a little bit too much. That's not Justin Jefferson. He knows, he knows where to, uh, to, to just kind of like leave it be. All right. The, the second thing that was really good is as much as the defense gave up some yardage against the Jets, and, and maybe the Jets are just, I, I think the Jets are a good football team. And I still don't think that they've got great quarterback play. But I'm not going to say that Mike White isn't isn't any good, but he's he's not the he's not the type of starting quarterback that's going to lead you to the promised land. But with that being said, when the Vikings needed needed to get a stop, a big time stop, they got the stops they needed. There were so many early on. The Jets were getting field goal, field goal, mm-hmm. field goal. Like right, whenever the Vikings needed to get a stop, and needed to get it to fourth down. They were able to do that. So I know that they've been giving up a bunch of yardage, and that's never great, right? Like, you don't, you don't want to feel like a team is just going to, like, roll over you. And, yes, we had issues against Dallas. Yes, we had issues against Philadelphia Eagles. But at the end of the day, this defense has very much been bend but don't break. Yeah, I mean, when you've got two of those, you figure that you're going to have one goal line stop. And you're like, okay, that's great. You know, ultimately, that's the game right there. And then you run the ball, you know, make New York burn all three timeouts. And then you have to go back and you have to do it all over again just a couple minutes later. And you're like, when this defense needs to buckle down, it was like the opposite of what we saw last year. I mean, we've seen guys make plays at the end of games to seal it. And it was just so nice to see. And they've done this earlier, too, like they did it against Detroit. So, I mean, this defense, yep. when they need, when they get inside the, the two-yard line... They have a tendency to tighten the screws, and it was really nice to see. Like, when they needed to, they're able to get physical. All right, so that's the good. 
with regards to the to the bad, and I will say that Dalvin Cook, I thought he had a decent day. I thought that the running game was was okay. Because that Jets defense is good. Okay, let, let's give the Jets defense a lot of props. Yes, they are, thank you. They are good. And, man, they they are tough. The bad, though, is the Jets. I'm not going to sit here and say that the Jets offensive line is one of the great offensive lines in the National Football League. I don't think that it's a bad offensive line. But, man, we got to get more pressure on the quarterback. And we actually struggled with that here the last month or so. Like, I want to see us consistently be able to get to the quarterback. There are a lot of defenses around the league that are, that are, that have got, you know, defensive stars that are dropping like flies. Like, Von Miller's out for at least a month, it sounds like, right? He's on the IR. And the Vikings have Daniel Hunter available. They got Zadarius available. Like, we've got our big heavy hitters, Eric Hendricks available. Got to get to the quarterback, man. Got to get to the quarterback. So, when you face really good quarterbacks that have good offensive lines, specifically when we're talking about getting to the postseason, that's going to be a problem for the Vikings if you're giving them way too much time to survey the, the field and find wide receivers. Yeah, wide yeah, you saw what Dak did last night against Indianapolis. I mean, Jalen Hurts against Tennessee, and Tennessee's got a you know not a great defense, but it's you know pretty good defense and. You've got teams that are going to have really good quarterback play. Be interesting to see what happens in San Francisco, but you have absolutely got to figure out a way how to get 99 and 55 back to the way they were playing early on in the year, especially in week one. Because, yeah, that's it's going to get ugly if you let quarterbacks just sit there and, you know, one Mississippi, two Mississippi, boom. All right, so I guess in the ugly, we have... And it's just kind of an extension of what we were just talking about. But the, the, the pass defense has given up too many yards. Now, I will say this about the pass defense. Because we do have injuries, okay, in our secondary. I've been impressed with Patrick Peterson this year, man. Like, this Patrick Peterson this year is light years better than what we saw last year. Like, last year, people were starting to wonder, well, is this the end of the career of Patrick Peterson? Is he washed? Oh, he's not washed. Patrick Peterson still got game. Cam Dancer, um, still unavailable. Uh, I know that Caleb he, Evans had another concussion, so that's kind of concerning, right, when you have a guy that has a, multiple concussions within the, uh, the time frame of, of about a month. But I thought that, like, Duke Shelley, I thought he was pretty good in the, yes. in the, the, the plays that he made. But the pass defense overall, they gave up some yardage to Mike White, but... I'm not as disappointed as maybe you might be, Chris, just because Garrett Wilson, oh, he's good. <laughs> Corey Davis, uh, he's good too. So I, I'm not saying they have elite wide receivers, although I think that Garrett Wilson is going to be one of the better receivers um, years from now. Oh, this wide receiver class is going to be, I mean, just stacked. And uh, Garrett Wilson over the last three weeks has been tearing everybody up. But, I mean, he averaged 20 yards per catch. At, you know, Corey Davis averaged 17 yards per catch. Vikings on defense gave up almost 500 yards total, 366 passing yards. And this is not an indictment on Mike White, because I think Mike White is a, he's a solid quarterback. I mean, I, I think that the Jets can be competitive with him. But again, kind of like the pass rush that you were talking about, like, if you cannot 
figure out a way to not give up those chunk plays. Like you do that in the playoffs, and you're going to get rolled. I mean, you're going to get steamrolled. It's it's just the way that it is, and this works fine for the regular season. But this is only going to work for so long, and yeah. that's that's my fear that you've been able. I mean, it's worked so far, but will it work in the postseason? That's yeah. You got to get that, it fixed right now. Yeah, you absolutely. Gotta get, yeah, you got to get that fixed right now. Yep. All right. Coming up next, we'll take a look at the local weather. And then another aspect to yesterday's Vikings game. Let's get to the quarterback, Kirk Cousins. Um, not an impressive day from just throwing the football, but there was something about him yesterday that speaks to his time in Minnesota and actually his time in the National Football League that is impressive. We get to that next year on the Lake Show. Kirk O'Chains. One of my favorite moments yesterday was the little kid that went viral. Uh, from a couple of weeks ago that he had a shirt off <laughs> at the People Stadium and he's got the, the fake chains on and he's he's pulling the Kirk Cousins, Kirk O'Chains. I think the kid's name was Lincoln. And Lincoln's, uh, it was his birthday yesterday. And he was back. The Vikings gave him and his family tickets and he's in the stadium. He's in his seats. They put him up on the scoreboard and he's doing the little twists and he the little things. He looked like he was having a good time. And, you know, acting like, yeah, that was, that was <laughs> awesome, man. Like, so I love that about us, man, is that we can, you know, we can not always have to feel like we have to be serious about everything. Like, like, let's have fun with the season. Let's have fun with our lives. Let's have fun in the moment. And so Kirk Cousins this year has had so much fun in the moment and we've had fun with him. So, you know, when you look at that moment yesterday with that little kid and him coming back and just the season that Kirk has had, quite honestly, Kirk Cousins, Hasn't he hasn't been as good this season as he was last year, right? Let's just call for what it is. He's been good, but he hasn't been on the same level as last year. Okay, but the team has been better across the board, and that's all that matters. Because I think that a lot of times we often want to get caught up in the stats, right? And if we look at yesterday's stats. Kirk Cousins was 21 of 35, 173 yards, had a touchdown, no interceptions, was sacked a couple of times. And I think that the game that was played yesterday and the way that he played, he played to those stats. Okay? Because sometimes we, you know, they say, well, stats don't lie. Yeah, the stats can lie. Yesterday, I think that his stat line falls in line with how things played out for him and the team. But the thing about Kirk Cousins that has been super impressive to me is that this guy is the ultimate competitor and his durability cannot be questioned. I'm sure that Kirk Cousins has taken, because he's taken some hits in his career. I mean, he's taken hits with Washington. He's taken plenty of big-time hits here. And he gets up. And he guts it out. I'm dead serious. He gets up and he guts it out. And I think that that is something that you have to give him credit for. And maybe some of you will disagree. Maybe some of you will agree. I can take your phone call right now, 651-461-9226. But I want to give Kirk Cousins his props for being as tough as he's been. He's a tough quarterback. One thing you cannot say about Kirk Cousins is that he's soft. You can't say that. You can't say that he's not durable. He's always available for his team. 
Kirk Cousins plays and is never a guy that you're concerned about being on the injury report. You're not. So so there's only two times when Kirk Cousins hasn't been available as a member of the Minnesota Vikings. So let's go back to earlier this year, just, a, what, a month ago. Remember the Commanders game, Chris? In the Commanders game, remember he took a hell of a shot, right? And remember he stepped away for one play. He stepped away for one play and then came right back into the ball game. That was against his old team, the Commanders. That was that was the the only other time that I can recall that Kirk Cousins was unavailable was when he didn't when he was out for, for COVID nineteen. That was it. So he doesn't always take the, the shots. end of the end of the end of the season game against Green Bay. Mm-hmm. That's the only game that he's missed, right? Yes, I yeah I, I believe those are the uh, the only games that he the only game that he's not been available for the Vikings. What I like about Kirk Cousins is he's taken a lot of flack from people for various reasons, and rightfully so. Yesterday, I felt like he took a pounding in the pocket, and he kept getting hit. And it wasn't even just the, you know, he got sacked a few times, but just the hits that he took after delivering the football. And yeah, he got back up, and he was wincing, but... One thing about Kirk Cousins over the last few years that, that I think a lot of us have had a problem with is when things start to break down, he gets happy feet and he panics and he, yep. he, you know, he'll make these ridiculously stupid decisions. He hasn't been doing that this year. And no, I, no. I, yeah, I felt like taking those shots. And just standing in there, that's what's impressed me. Like the panicky Kirk, we haven't seen it this year. And I don't know if that's because of the comfort factor or the I think it is. I I have, yeah. I just, I've been so impressed with the fact that we haven't gotten, we, we haven't gotten happy feet yet. And I'm so happy that we haven't. I think that that has been the most impressive thing. I'm glad you brought that up is that the panicky, when things are collapsing around him, he's going to make that massive mistake. We have not seen that from Kirk Cousins. Okay, so I'm, I'm not, not, so I'm not, so I'm not the a, only one seeing Okay, good. Because I thought no, maybe I was the only one No, no, you're not. The, I, think, I think everybody's seeing it. Good. And, good. and I'm not sitting here saying that Kirk Cousins is a perfect quarterback, because clearly he is not. I do not believe that Kirk Cousins is one of the top six or seven quarterbacks in the league. I, I think that right now you can make the argument that he's a top ten quarterback. Right, you can make the argument he's a top ten quarterback, but no, he's not a top five. No, he's not elite. I don't think he's ever been elite. I don't think he'll ever be elite. Doesn't matter. There have been teams that have won a Super Bowl without elite quarterback play, but at the end of the day, he has progressed, and that was a question, right? Like, because remember when Kevin O'Connell was named the head coach, we're hearing all this stuff about him and his relationship with Kirk, and and you never don't. I mean. You don't know what to believe. You don't you don't know whether it's going to actually work. We don't right. know if he really is in love with Kirk Cousins, right? We're sitting here and we're like, "Okay, hopefully he'll be able to get more out of Kirk." But then at the end of the day, do you really expect a guy Kirk Cousins' age is going to take a step forward? Cuz at this particular point you're saying to yourself, "Ah, I think Kirk he is what he is." Exactly. Right? Yes, yes. And he actually has settled and calmed down. And I will say this. I do give Kevin O'Connell and the the folks in football operations 
um, a lot of credit for that because maybe some of it just clearly was the disconnect between him and Coach Zimmer. Yeah, yeah. You, there's something to be said for being comfortable in your work environment, and, and obviously, you know, I, I mean, there were some comments during the off season that you know, well, you know, Kirk is our quarterback right now. And you're like, oh, man, you know, we were trying to read between the lines with everything when Kwesi Adolfo Mensa and Kevin O'Connell came aboard. Like, we're, we're trying to break this thing down like we're, you know, cracking Da Vinci's code. But at the end of the day, Kevin O'Connell knew something about Kurt, and he knew something about Kurt Cousins' demeanor, and he, just, he knows what he's comfortable with and at the end of the day if you're comfortable you're going to play looser you're going to play more confident you're going to play more relaxed and i think that's where we're at and this to me henry this is this is the best case scenario for vikings fans like nobody had 10 and 2 on their bingo card i mean no way we had 10 and 2 on our bingo card but if you're like kevin o'connell is going to make this much difference in making your quarterback comfortable then uh, I think that all of those off-season moves have paid off. Yeah, it's it's been yeah, it, it's clearly paid off so far because ten and two, that's been good. Now the draft, eh, oof, the results of the draft picks hasn't been great so far, but I'm not going to knock it this early on because of the injuries. But uh, we'll we'll see how all of how, that how are you going to be feeling about right, com- Jamison Williams suiting up against the Vikings on Sunday? Yeah, we'll see what he does because I don't know that he got a catch yesterday. I, I didn't see the final stats of the Detroit game, whatever, but uh, I'm not sure if he did anything. All right, coming up next, we'll get away from football for just a little bit because uh, at the top of the hour, we've got Marcus Fuller from the Minneapolis Star Tribune. He's going to talk some gopher basketball with us. But um, next, want to talk about, well, one of the greatest legends in sports who unfortunately going through some tough times uh, with a cancer battle, Pele. We'll talk about him next year on the Lake Show. You know, it's interesting because right now, uh, many of us still paying attention to the World Cup, even though after waking up early on a Saturday morning, I know that, oh man, so many of us are a little bit disappointed, a little bit down that USA lost to the Netherlands. I get it. I don't think that many people expected us to get past them, but still, you know, you wanted to see Team USA move forward and not get eliminated, but such is life. The other big story from over the weekend that you may have seen or may not have seen was the updated information with regards to Brazil soccer legend or football legend, Pele. He, um, it was revealed over the weekend there was a, a few news reports, and, and so... Some of the news reports that came out over the weekend, um, I'm looking to see what the more updated information is on his actual state of his health right now, Chris, because over the weekend, the the report was that he was headed to hospice care, okay? Uh, he's been battling cancer here. He had been diagnosed with cancer, I want to say, almost two years ago or a year and a half ago, um, but in the and it's colon cancer. But the the latest that I researched earlier this morning, it didn't say anything about that. Uh, it stated, according to an ESPN report, was that he was going to watch the game of Brazil facing South Korea from his hospital. 
after being admitted there last week as he battles colon cancer. He's 82. Uh, over the weekend, I saw all the well wishes from so many different soccer players from all around the world. Um, just paying homage to the greatest soccer star and player of all time. Like, everybody regards him that way. Um, and there was a picture that was shared uh, from the 1958 World Cup in Sweden when he led Brazil to um, their first title. And so today, South Korea, the opponent, Brazil defeats them 4-1. to one. And I look at people that I know that have been a part of the soccer community, individuals like Tony Sana, one of us, a St. Paul living legend in the world of soccer, and what mm-hmm. somebody like Pele means to him in just the soccer world. Um, he's truly a great man. And when you think about, I think, the most beloved athletes of all time, he's absolutely near the top. Well, he's the probably the most well-known soccer player in the history of the sport. I mean, I without question, he is the he is the face of the, the sport. Fa- yeah, absolutely. Because even if we didn't know much when we were young, you knew Pele. You didn't have to know anything about soccer, but you knew Pele, and that's just how much he transcended that game. And yeah, I mean, he's had an impact worldwide. Absolutely. Yeah, wishing him the best because. That's what you do. He's one of the greats. Coming up next, let's talk about gopher basketball. It was a struggle yesterday against one of the best teams in the country, Purdue. But what does the season look like? Expectations for Golden Gopher basketball. Marcus Fuller from the Minneapolis Star Tribune. He joins us next. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 